You're listening to the next generation of podcasts. Witty, smart, intelligent, all words that have never been used to describe this podcast. The first podcast to employ improv, no research, and is allergic to everything. Listen to Ryan and Dave on the Rock Vegas Podcast, the toughest show on the network. Where can I buy a director's chair? Amazon. Where can I buy Welcome Back Cotter on DVD? Amazon. Where can I buy that Humping Animals adult coloring book with a dog fucking a chicken on the back? Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Buy an oven mitt. Why are you going to do some shit like that? I start the fucking show off nice. No swearing. No, hey, let's go fuck a raccoon in the dick hole. And, you know, I was all classy and shit. And then you fucking do that. I don't know, dude. I don't know where the burp came from. I really don't. It just literally I hit record. I didn't have to burp. And then you said good evening. And I was thinking, it's not evening. And then I burped. Fucking dick, man. Sorry. It's all right. Sup? So before we left last week, I was was going to segue. And do a a, a a thing that you don't even know about me. You keep learning new shit. This isn't something I'm allergic to. What are you allergic to now, Dave? However, you talked about shoes. Did you know? I sure did. Did you know that I am a shoe designer? No. I am a shoe designer. Well, I don't... they have a website. Anybody can be a shoe designer. Yeah. Are I... you that kind of a shoe designer? Depends. What kind of website are you talking about? Like, you can go to... Um... I forget the shoe. Like what? Vans? Vans, you can make your own I custom think it's vans. Vans. I know they have a website where you can go yeah. on and yeah, you make your own custom based on their. They have yeah, like the templates, no, and you yeah. kind of just pick, and yeah. then all of a sudden, you can also you can get socks with your face on it. Now you mm-hmm. can get pillows with your face mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's all, you can customize a lot of shit. So, yeah. what kind of a shoe designer so, uh, are you? Dave? Italian leather comes from Italy. Um, I haven't officially designed a shoe yet, but. One day last week, I was just scrolling around on the book of faces, and uh, I saw an ad that says, would you like to be a shoe designer? We're looking for new shoe designers, and this and the other thing. You can sell your own shoe, make your own shoe. I'm like, ah, I'll fucking buy it. Nice. So I clicked on it and read the thing. and said, you got to fill an application, and they're only selecting certain people and all that jazz. I'm like, all right, cool. So I uh, filled out the application, sent it in, and about 10 minutes later, I got a response from my, e- my application from the president of the company. It was like that, and you're like, oh, what's this? Yeah, and uh, it's like, hey, Dave, I saw your application. I'm really excited to uh, to work with you. You haven't been officially approved yet, but just looking at your background, your creativity with your painting and your acting and your podcasting and everything you do, your author, I think it'd be, you'd be a really good fit, and we don't have many people in the Midwestern area that are doing our shoes. Uh, I'm going to put your name at the top, and good luck, and I hope to work with you. I was like, that's pretty neat. Nice. And then about an hour later, I got an approval email from them saying that I am yeah. approved nice. and uh, I can do it. So I jumped online right away. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm going to do this, man. And you get like 30 bucks a shoe or whatever that you, you sell them for. And uh, so I was reading so, like, through. So they sold for 60 you'd get 30 bucks. Uh, they sell for $120. Okay, so so you would design a shoe. Yep. It sells for 120 You get 30 bucks per pair? Per pair. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. 
how it works is you have to have seven pre-orders before they actually go into production. So I have to seven people. Only seven. Only seven. Seven people that well, would buy. How cool these look! A hundred and twenty dollars shoe. Okay? I'll buy a hundred and twenty dollars shoe as so, long as they're like. Here's the thing: I would totally do it because I know the person that made right, the shoe. Right. Like I would do it right, right. away. Uh, but it depends on how fucking what these shoes are gonna look like. Well, that's I, that's the thing. So you haven't designed them yet. I haven't designed them yet. I went through their template to design a pair, and they have your generic. These are the different things that you can design. You can everything, every single thing about it. But for I think it's like a hundred dollars, you can become like their premier person, uh-huh. and you can use all these other really cool things that I would want to use. Yeah, I just don't see the hundred dollars spent being worth it for me. I'd have to sell four pairs of shoes, or four seven, pairs. Seven, I'd have to sell twenty eight pairs of shoes to make my hundred dollars back. Right. You know, um, because you got to do seven before they can even do it. Which I'm getting. Oh, I guess no, because seven of them would be t- two hundred and ten bucks. 30 times 7. So I guess I'd have to, build, I'd have to sell 7 shoes. Um, so I haven't really played with it too much, and I've gotten a lot of emails from them in the last week saying, hey, <laughs> yeah, you haven't, you haven't, why haven't you uh, designed a pair of shoes yet? And then it says, oh, you've been randomly selected to uh, participate in our new pilot promo that I can buy, I can design a pair of shoes and buy it myself now without needing the 7. Mm. So I can buy my own right now. Just for you. Just for me. Like a, a de- display, like a demo, so I right. could go out and show it to people. Well, once you... Which makes sense. Yeah. They um, say, hey, I designed these. Do you want a pair? Right. And then they could go and buy them. Yeah. So I haven't really... Uh, I just actually got an email from them. I can be a shoe designer too, Dave. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so I haven't really played with it yet, but it's 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 a cool idea. Yeah. I kind of dig it. Like, And it's literally made in Italy, you know, so I would buy yeah. I design these shoes that are made in Italy. Well, half that $120 price is $100 of that is shipping. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> um, and now I don't know if all, because they have different styles of shoes. I did a yeah. tennis shoe because that's what I would wear. Right. Um, so I don't know if, like, the boots or the bigger high-top shoes are more. Right. I think they have, like, a sandal type thing. They do have, like, a deck shoe, like a boat shoe. What about, like, a dress shoe? Um, they do have a dress shoe. So you're you're... Attempting initially to design some sort of tennis shoe type thing. That's what I would go for. Yeah. Or now, you have ideas of what you're what you're thinking about designing. Or I do, but let me see if I can pull up the uh, the website here real, really fast in this, um, so you can see kind of the. Well, template. because I want to know what I'm. I don't want to commit 120 bucks to a shoe that's going to look like shit, Dave. No offense. Yeah, no, I just don't no, want you yeah. to design a shitty shoe yeah, that I'm yeah, not going to yeah. spend money on. But if you design a cool ass shoe. Then I'm totally done with 120 bucks. I would never spend that on a Nike, though. Right. I will right. only spend it on something that I know, like, hey, I can say, hey, my buddy designed these fucking shoes. Aren't they badass? Right. Um, you should go get you a pair. Oh, it, it, apparently it didn't even save the shoe that I started designing. Oh. So that's all right. I'll just go in real quick. I'll show you the options. We're sorry it didn't save. <laughs> uh, we're going to send you six more emails on how to fix that. Right. So. Um, hold on. That's a lot of emails. That's a lot of fucking emails I just sent you, Dave. They're all, they're all still loading. It's weird. <laughs> that is so weird. What are these emails? Is it like one word per email? <laughs> it's, it's not loading. The website's not loading now. Okay. Well, but, it's this great internet at the studio. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like it says, like, lo- it sometimes says emails send really fast when you get to studio. Other times they wait two hours and then send. And other times it just doesn't work at all. Right. Yeah, it starts loading. It gets to 35% and stops loading that page. So. Um, but this is a picture of a shoe you could design. 
Ah. So, red leather. Kind of look like uh So it's like a high, not kind of a high top. It's a high top. Of? Yeah, it's a high top. Now, are you designing a high top type shoe or are you designing? No, I want to do a low cut, you know, like a regular tennis shoe, tennis shoe. Yeah. But it's not loading. So it's a bad, bad idea because it's not fucking loading, which. All right. Well, we won't get into that. Yeah. So when you get your first design and you're going to move forward with something, then. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send it to hit you. Hit me with your best shot. Yeah. And I'll um, let you know if I'm going to. Maybe I screenshotted it. I'm going to buy. Because I had, you know, because obviously I like purple, so there was some purple involved into it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, like a light blue. And you can, you can for the the $100 to become a pro or premiere, whatever the hell they call it, you can actually import your own design. So if I wanted to take like one of my paintings or something, I could put that on there. Or I could put like the Block Films logo or a different logo if I wanted to. Nice. You can create your own logo and shit, so I don't have a picture of it. But yeah, so uh, as of right now, I am a successful shoe designer. I mean, if you can do logos, it'd be dude, really cool to put some Rock Vegas shoes dude, on my. I know, on my I know. There. That's the first thing I was thinking too. Put Rock Vegas, D2R Network, all that shit. Dude, I'd want to put on. Be some badass shoes. Yeah. We could wear the podcast shoes, basically. Yeah, wear the podcast shoes. Out I, and look, about. I, I would totally spend 120 on that. I would probably throw 120 for that too, as well. So, I'll, anybody I'll that's look. a fan of the podcast and the network should fucking buy a pair yeah. of these. I mean, yeah. there's no reason not to. These right. are. Limited edition. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was cool. That like, is cool. It, it's very new, so I haven't really played with it too much. I'm going to design socks that go with the shoes. There you go. There you go. I'll be a sock designer. Yeah. So I, I think like it's cool. It. It's neat. I'm excited it about it, but I'm not at the same time because it's like as soon as I saw it, it's one of those things that's too good to be true. I'm like, oh, 30 bucks a shoe. That's pretty badass. Yeah. And then when I designed the first one, it was like 120 bucks. I'm like, I don't know anyone that would, I don't want to ask, hey man, how's it going? You'll pay 120 bucks for a pair of shoes. Dude, people pay way more than that. For, I know they like, do. Like for Jordans. Yeah. But yeah. obviously, name I'm not name. Jordan. You right. know what I mean? But you know a lot of people and I do. people will like, I don't know. I know some people are pieces of shit though. Yeah. <laughs> it would like, be cool. Like, if I did do that, so then like in the next movie that I'm in, I could design a shoe for the movie and yeah. wear that, and in it'd be movie. like a little Easter egg, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah, so I could like put Trailer Park beer in fucking shoes, Yeah, you know what I mean? So um, Wyatt's running around with yeah. his Trailer Park beer shoes. shoes. That would be fucking cool. <laughs> you know, they're fucking just yellow and black, yeah. you know what I mean? With um, trailer Park beer logo, because yeah. yeah. that's your beer fucking Or Rednecks Light, we'll do the yeah. white, red, and blue. Um, yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's I like cool. It. It's a cool thing. I just... I don't know it's, it could be expensive. It could get really expensive for me. <laughs> it could. It could. You need to pick one to start, mm-hmm. and then yeah. see. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you just have a bunch of fucking shoes for you. <laughs> yeah, and that's cool too. I mean, I'm I'm totally cool with wearing my own shoes. I couldn't wear them to work because I'd wear steel toes. But out and about, Ooh. they don't do, have that oh, option. Oh, they don't do no, steel toes. Th- dude, I was hoping. I was so <laughs> fucking badass. Because I designed like a. So you have to brand. wear steel toe where you work. Huh? Yeah. Wow. In the current position that I'm in, I have to wear steel toes. Yeah. But the other position I was in, I did not need right. to. This yeah. one I do. Interesting. Um, Is it because you're walking the floor, as they say? Uh, because of yeah. the materials and things that are going around. There's forklifts and yeah, stuff yeah. like that and boxes of things. You never know when your foot can Correct. run over. Correct. Yeah. That's no good. That yeah. would be no good. Yeah. My biggest fear with steel toes is something... Runs over the steel toe, but that steel goes out and cuts my cuts fucking foot. toe off. Yeah, so yeah. what good did it do? Right. I could just have broken toes. Instead, I don't have toes anymore. Right. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. 
But no, I uh, haven't had that issue yet. Still, those are great if you want to kick somebody in the balls, too. Yeah. <laughs> haven't had to have that happen either yet. You've never kicked anybody in the balls? That have you been toes. kicked in the balls with steel toes? No, not with steel toes. No, I've been kneed in the balls you, quite a few times. You could you could lightly brush up against balls and it hurts. <laughs> For yeah. those of you that have balls, yeah. no. Yeah. And the you women that think, how could it hurt? I don't know. Let me punch your pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would hurt the same way. I really don't. No, I don't think so Because they're sensitive in strange ways. Correct. Correct. Anyways, enough about yeah. Dave's balls. Nothing about my balls. So... I want to talk about something else on Netflix. Yeah, let's. Oh, I love Netflix. Let's talk more now, stuff about the your wife nuts. loves animals. She does. And she she has actually unfriended people because they've posted things about like harmful harm, harming animals. Right. Yeah. And my wife loves animals. Mm-hmm. And she had a friend that texted. So it's like one of those group text things. Texted me and my wife at the same time, saying, "You guys need to watch this show on Netflix. This show. It's three episodes." And it's called Don't Fuck With Cats. Yep. Okay. You haven't watched it. Have not. Joy refuses to watch it. Yep. And me and my wife did watch it. Now, you know a little bit about this show, obviously, mm-hmm. and this is the reason why Joy won't watch it. Um, but you're going to watch it. Yeah, I will watch it for you. But you know enough to probably talk a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Or I can. Here's the thing. It's based on real thing. Well, it is real. It's a documentary, it's basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what this show is is um, this video of – it this was years ago, like 2013, 2014, something like that. So not like super long ago, but it was, you know, semi-recently, but a while ago. This video went viral on the Internet of – um, you see this these two kittens kind of just playing on the on on a bed or something like that, and then you see this person take the kittens, put them in a in a bag, one of those bags that's like you'd put your clothes and then suck the air out so mm-hmm. it like compresses it, and then you put it in your suitcase. Yeah, so space you can, saver bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. he puts the kittens in this and then sucks the air out, and they basically okay, they're like a fucking sausage. Mm-hmm. Uh, horrible. Unless you don't like animals, and you're one of these fucked up people that like what thinks us fucking cool, um, kill yourself. Yeah, let's get that out of the so, way right now. I hate cats, but I hate what he did. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. See, I don't dislike cats, but it infuriates me. Mm. Like, um, going back a long time ago, uh, I was at a party with a. Uh, not because I chose to be there. I was there with somebody because I was forced to be there. Right. And I wasn't a huge fan of the group of people that I was there with. And so I was already not liking it. And then when they're sitting there, they think it's it was funny talking about how they would take a cat by its tail and swing it in the fucking air like a lasso. Like, it infuriates me. And... I, I already didn't like these people, and now you've ensured that now I want to murder you? Mm-hmm. I just don't like it. It's like, I don't, I have no problem stepping on a fucking spider, right. squishing a spider, killing a fly, killing a mosquito, killing a bee. Calm down. Environmentalists okay. yeah. out there that are, oh, you can't kill the bees. because I, I get it. But it's it's either me or them. They're trying to sting me. I'm killing them all the time. It's called survival of the fittest for a reason. Yeah. 
But I don't like when you fuck with cats, dogs, things that people consider pets. And I know you people out there that are little snakes. Now, I will cut the fucking head off a snake instantly. So, speaking of snakes, in this show, Don't Fuck With Cats, so this video goes viral with the fucking bag. Mm-hmm. So these people are this they joined this like little Facebook group. We had like 30, 40 people in and they're like trying to figure out who this person is in the video doing this to this cat cuz they're basically freaking out about this. Mm-hmm. So we need to find this person. So they're trying to figure out based on things in the background in this room and all this where would this person be? Or who is this person? And uh you know, they're whatever. Well, then another viral video comes out, same person releasing this video and it's of another kitten on a bed or whatever and you know playing with it and then all of a sudden a fucking snake it's hidden under a pillow on mm-hmm. the bed and you can imagine what happens next yeah okay once again what the fuck you like what are you doing you know you right. don't right. you don't feed a snake a kitten i'm sorry it's just you've crossed the line well you cross the line for these people in this group. Well, anyways, this group. So how this show goes is it's focused on these main two people that were in this Facebook group and how they did all this research and their own like. So they would go to their normal job during the day and come home from work and then would spend hours every single night watching these videos, not because they enjoyed it, but because they were trying to find clues in this video of who this person is. So they were... Like, you're, you're going to be, so they don't, in the actual documentary, they don't show, they'll show clips, but they don't show the vile part. Mm-hmm. They don't show the air being sucked out of the bag. You don't see that. You don't see the snake eating the cat. You don't see these things, but you do see the moments leading up to it in the, so it's just a short clip of the right. viral videos, okay? Right. But a lot of it's the interview with the people from these, from the Facebook group mm-hmm. and what they did. And so these people, you know, they're watching these videos. They're trying to figure this shit out. They contact police and all this. And they said, this is the recipe for someone who eventually kills somebody. Mm-hmm. Time goes by and another video gets released. And it's the same person now killing somebody in the video, in a bed, just like the kittens were and all this. And then a puppy with the person also gets killed. Mm-hmm. All on video. And it's crazy. So, like, this is why I told you off air that Joy should watch it. But I can also understand why she wouldn't want to. Right. But they don't show anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but she knows what's going to happen, and that's bad Yeah, enough. but when it's all said and done, it's not a spoiler because it happened. It's real. Right, I mean, right. the, guy, the guy gets caught and... And all this. But what's fucked up about the whole thing is... So that's pretty much what you know. You you know a little bit of how he did shit to animals and then eventually killed somebody. Right. But then, as the show goes on, like I said, it's only three episodes. There's this, like, where he starts... He moves from all these... From one location to another. and, And they discover the limbs of the human in bags. He He mailed a fucking foot... Of the person he killed to the Prime Minister of Canada or some shit like that. So they, like, open this box with a goddamn foot in the box. Mm. So it's, like, shit that you'd see in a movie. Right. 
they actually interviewed this guy's mom in the documentary. And she's all types of fucked up in the head. Which, to me, after I watched it, I was like, well, she's part of the problem that got him to be the way he is. But it does go back to, he was bullied in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had an obsession with movies, films. Specifically, like, Basic Instinct. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You remember what it's about? Yep. The lady that kills somebody in bed? Yep. Uh, while she's fucking the mm-hmm. guy, she'll stab the shit on with a thing. Uh, minus the fucking part, that's how this guy kills the guy he kills with a screwdriver that's painted to look like the ice pick that was used in oh, no Basic shit. Instinct, no but shit. minus the fucking end of things, right. all that. Then when the guy gets caught and arrested and he's sitting in the interrogation room, he sits there, he has his leg crossed like Sharon Stone does mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. He asks for a cigarette. They give him a just literally. He he's living out a movie in his life, mm-hmm. and that's what he was trying to do with this whole thing. He was. That's like it's weird, dude. Yeah, it's you have to watch it. Didn't he like torment people on the Facebook group too? At one point, I thought. Yeah, he was. He, he fucked with people. He had. Mm-hmm. He had. These people in the Facebook group, they had done so much research. They were they were more on top of like the investigation than fucking cops were. Mm-hmm. The the detectives and shit like that. It, it got to the point where the detectives actually went to these people in this Facebook group for intel That's to basically up. catch him. Right. And he had um between fifty and a hundred fake accounts. And he had joined this group mm-hmm. under fake accounts and was, yeah, fucking with these people in that. Mm-hmm. He had gone and so he wanted to be an actor, but it didn't go anywhere for him. And what he had done is he had created all these fake fan sites on Facebook of him. So it'd be the equivalent of like, Dave, you go create 30 different bullshit fake names. Okay. Right. Then in each one of those names, you go create a separate fan site of Dave Block. Mm-hmm. So you've got all these alternate uh, personality on Facebook that have all created fan sites of you mm-hmm. as Dave the actor. And then all those fan sites gain traction with all these other people and they start joining, oh, whatever. And and then you, as the administrator of each one of these fan sites, is saying, oh, how how such a great actor you are and uh, right. a filmmaker, shoe designer, author. You know, right. so you create all these things as these alternate characters. So he had hundreds of this. He would do it on websites. He had it on Facebook. He had it everywhere. He had gone and created this whole entire fake world for himself, boosting up himself mm. as these, as himself. As these fake people that he created, and that just got traction with other people, it went viral because, you know, he made himself appear one thing. So he had this whole, on. It, it, dude, it's weird. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is really fucking weird. How much time he spent creating a fake world for himself, and it was all for his movie. Including every single one of these alternate people that he created, he was taking names 
of uh, people from in the movies. Really? So, um, at one point, he told his mom the reason he did the first cat video, he was being forced into it. So, basically, he, at one point, got into being a male escort. Okay. So, uh, in other words, male prostitution. Mm -hmm. And his handler in the male prostitution forced him to do the first cat video. This is what he told his mom. So uh, his mom's like, well, you need to go to the cops. This was early on. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to, you know, this guy needs to go to jail. He's like, I can't turn him in because he'll, you know, you don't understand the things they'll do to me. So she's like, whatever. Well, then he, so he, and this was like early on, like let's say 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. He gets caught in 2014. So he, he does, he, you know, he sets this up years in advance, this whole, I'm a escort thing. This guy's making me do these things. So each time he did a video or killed somebody, he's saying this person is forcing him to do these things. He's not the one doing it. Right. So it kind of gives you halfway through this documentary, it makes you think, fuck, fuck this other guy that's making him do this shit, even though you're pissed at him because initially leading up to that, mm-hmm. which is kind of a spoiler, but, I mean, it all, if you'd ever followed this in the news, you would already know all this anyways. But, uh, yeah, it gives it that kind of like, like you're angry and want to kill him, but then you you start hearing about this other guy that's actually controlling him, and when it's all said and done, that guy doesn't exist. It was all his own doing. He had created this fake person that was controlling him as a fallback excuse to basically get him off. Right. And the name matches the name of somebody in Basic Instinct. No shit. And then all of these other characters he had created on Facebook, these alternate personalities, are all people from different movies, people that had been murdered in other murders. Mm. He had used the victims' names as one of the... So all these names of personalities all connect to something and someone in this fake movie he created that he lived, basically. Wow. It is the weirdest fucking show. It's only three episodes. Did he get, did he get uh, put to death? He or? is in life in prison. Oh, okay. No chance for parole in Canada. Okay. They don't believe in the death penalty up there, mm-hmm. so he won't die, but I'm surprised nobody's killed him in prison. Yeah, okay. Because fucked up, man. Yeah. Uh, but weird. But beyond the fact that what he's doing to animals, it's such a crazy story, dude. You got to watch it. Like after I yeah. finished that, I wanted to watch it again, not right. because I'm into that, but it's so crazy the shit that he did. And he, this is a what's weird to me is he had gone and planned out for ten years. He had he had implanted this this person that was controlling him. Years before he ever started doing anything, before he before he killed the first cat, before he did the viral video, he had implanted this and told his mom about this years before he even did that. And then when it actually happened, then he said, so this was completely premeditated, this whole thing. He had a plan, and it was like a, well, he didn't think he was going to get caught, but I think from beginning to end, it was like a six, seven-year thing that... Clearly, he had, and probably before that, because he had to think before that, well, if I want to do this, I need to put this, create this person that's going to control me. They need to come into my life at some point, this fake person. So I need to start talking about them now. 
years before I do this. You know? Like, mm. it's so weird, dude. It is crazy. This guy was fucked up. Yeah. Totally fucked up. But you got to watch the show. It's fucked up. Yeah, I was going to watch it um, last week, actually. Uh, I think Joe was at work and I was at home just fucking around watching TV. And I saw it and I started kind of watching the trailer for it. I'm like, yeah. But knowing that Joy will be home soon, I'll, I'll be knee deep and want to finish it. I can't, so I'm not going to. So one of the days that either she goes to bed early or she's at work, and I know she's not coming home until after yeah. lunch or whatever, I'll, I'll watch the three hours of it. Yeah, it's only I, three I'll hours. I'll watch it. Yeah. But, yeah. It's just like a really long documentary. Mm-hmm. Most documentaries about 90 minutes. This is two documentaries right. crammed into three episodes. Right. But once you – yeah, and it's it's fast. It goes fast. You're like – and by the end, you'll be like, holy shit. Like, at least he got caught. Right. But, That's the big thing. Um, it's crazy what these people did, how they were. The, the one lady they interviewed, she's like, I spent 16 hours researching some type of faucet or something like that, mm-hmm. trying to figure out where you can get this faucet that would have been in the apartment that he was in or something. It was I don't know if it was a faucet. It was something, and it had nothing. Like it was the wrong faucet all to begin with. All so right. like literally, these people spent hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of hours over the course of like three years trying to figure out where this guy, who he was, where he lived, where he's from, so that they could have him arrested. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. It's crazy. The FBI doesn't spend ten minutes. Uh, on anything, you know? No, the CIA spends a lot of time listening to us, but that's about it. Yeah, it's completely unnecessary, too. Yeah. We don't even do that podcast anymore. I know. <laughs> Not because of them. It's just... We're taking a hiatus. Yeah, we need to take a break. We need to get some more gas for the tank. It's getting a little too serious right now. We gotta, we're gotta. we just going to let the election ride itself out. Yeah. After that, we might jump back into it. Because yeah, um, I don't even like peaches. Yeah. I'm allergic to them. Whatever that means. You're allergic to everything. What do you mean you don't know what that means? Huh? You don't know what that means? I said I said election. Uh-huh. What does election have to do with peaches? Impeachment. Oh. God, you're really slow today. I gotta I gotta explain everything to you. Hmm. It's like you're on meth. Hmm. Not really. No. It's more like I'm just not getting in the joke. That could be. Let me tell you a story about a guy Impeachment. on meth. Impeachment. Yeah. I could see the joke, kind of. Forget it. I'm going to talk about the guy from Mouth. Uh, yeah, let's hear about your your buddy, your friend. Well, side note, not my buddy. Don't know him. Um, but he did. Uh, is this dude guy, bro? Uh, no, no, it's not a guy that we know. This is a oh, brand new dude. It's just a whole different. Whole new dude. New story. No, no setup for a skit or nothing. Just a real skit. story. You don't do skits. Yeah, I know. It's a real story, and I only know the title. Yeah. Man, high on meth fights... Oh, you just got another email from I did. the uh, shoe place. Shoe place. Man, high on meth fights off 15 police officers while masturbating. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. Dude's high on meth, jerking it, and then has to fight and off... And he's still fighting off. Fighting off 15 <laughs> One cops. hand on the dick, and yeah. the other hand swinging. 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 Yeah. Okay. What kind of pussy police department is this that can't take down the guy jerking off and swinging 15 cops? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with this police department? I would have shot him. Just shot him. I would have. I tased him. Yeah. 
something, but fifteen Don't fucking cops, me, man. Man, I, I'm sorry. It goes back to the whole rape thing. Like, I can't see guy. Like, I don't understand how a guy can rape a woman and still be hard. Like, I don't, I don't get that, man. You know what I mean? But yet he's no comment. <laughs> I know because you rape a lot of women, so you get it. But and guys and boys, I think there's another email right there. Actually, <laughs> I just I couldn't see like jerking it. Like I've I've been you know jerking it. And my phone would go off, and it would totally throw off the mood. Like, someone would call me or something. That's why you got to put your phone on silent, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> While you're jerking off. At the very yeah, least, just yeah, sound yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't need distractions when you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, you know. Um, and, like... Like, when I rape, uh-huh. <laughs> I usually put on classical music. I nice. usually listen to uh, Drunk Not Drunk History. <laughs> you learn a lot. Just too. for the classical music. Yeah, I like to be... No, when I... I'm just kidding. Obviously, there's no rape. No, not anymore. You stopped that. <laughs> Ever since the Facebook page. I mean, I rape myself. Yeah. Well, you can't rape the willing, you know what I mean? Like, you obviously oh, thought. Y- you can. You can. Oh, you can? Yeah, there's actually Bill Nye has tried to defend a guy who, <laughs> a guy, and well, the guy, but the person was willing that, anyways, some yeah. someday we'll hear that clip, I'm sure. I can't wait for that one. Yeah. But. Yeah, he loses just, that case, too, by the way. Shocker. But shocker. You, apparently you can. Uh, I mean, oh. Bill and I made some valid points. I'll be right. honest with you. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, I just I saw that article, and originally I thought we dude, should, you know. I, I still don't it. understand what what police department was it? Does it know. say? I don't know. I didn't read the. Oh yeah, article. I know. I know we don't read the articles, but mm-hmm. I am curious. Like on, in real me. life, what shithole police department has fifteen cops to lend to a guy jerking off while on meth, and can't? It should have been two cops. Uh, I was in the UK. I know that much. Oh, they don't have guns. But they do have uh, tasers, I'd assume. Whatever. They have their bully clubs. Um, Wait a minute. No, Oregon. Okay. What? What? what I, we got to name the All police right. department here. It just says Oregon. So I'll read the fucking story. A man who was allegedly high on meth reportedly fought off more than a dozen police officers while publicly masturbating. Douchebag number one, aged 37, apparently made a series of outbursts and then began masturbating in an Oregon restaurant. Incredibly, police were reportedly... Wow, that's weird. Incredibly, police were reportedly unable to subduely him with his taserly. I don't know, I just wanted to keep throwing the L-Y in there. Um, It took 15 officers to finally take him into custody and stop him pleasuring himself. He later reportedly told authorities that he took methamphetamine and couldn't remember the obscene incident, according to the Marion County remember it. Marion County Police. He was treated at a local hospital and then booked in a county jail on charges of public indecency, theft of services, and resisting arrest. So my main question here is not that he was using meth, not that he was publicly jerking off. All perfectly fine. I, yeah, I do in that the privacy the, of your own home. That's a typically Tuesday night for me. Right. You know what I mean? My issue here. Is that it still took 15, 15. officers. Yeah. Okay, Dave, if you and I were cops, I'm sorry. I don't know what kind of fucking shit they're training these officers now, but I don't give a fuck. Some guy's in the middle of the fucking Walmart jerking off. Mm-hmm. Whether he's on meth or not is beside the point. I give him a command. If he doesn't do it, tase. Tase or you're shot. Done. Yes. 
know if we need to shoot him. <laughs> well, if he's, you know, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, you, I would you shoot tase him, him and it's done. It, it's yeah. done. One tase, he's going to shoot his load anyways. I mean, yeah. it's going to happen yeah. once you get tased. Um, but 15 officers, it yeah. takes... No, you tase him, he's on the ground, one gets up behind him, knee in the back, arms behind. Mm-hmm. Done. Done yeah. deal. Any other cop... With the fucking taser, he undoes the things, and yep. you're done. No, you Two can't. cops, you... out the door, he's in the car, off to jail. You the... don't need 15. Right. What the fuck are we doing? I don't know. These are literally the shittiest cops in the world. Oregon, man, they're not used to that kind of shit. Jesus apparently. Christ. I mean, I'd like to t- talk to your dad. Like, okay, let's say you ran into this situation, this guy. How many cops would you put on this guy? 15? No. No, you'd put two tops. He, he would do it himself. He, yeah. My dad was a fucking beast as a cop. Yeah. Man. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. in what scenario do you need 15 cops? I don't know. I don't get it. Did it just 15 show up it's, it's because I had to see this thing? And yeah. so because they were 15 there, but they didn't actually all be involved. I just, I'm, I picture some kung fu, uh, like Bruce Lee, where Bruce Lee's fighting off all the mm-hmm. all these guys running in one at a time, which is right. really stupid that Hollywood does that. Yeah. One person at a time comes. No, if I'm doing it, we're all swinging at the same fucking time at yeah. the guy that we're trying to get. Right. Well, you know, one at a time, yeah, he's going to whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Bruce Lee. Yeah. This is what I picture. This guy being the Bruce Lee with his dick in his hand and the other one ready to fucking punch. And one at a time, the cops come in. Oh, hit me. And, right. and then, right. oh, and then they do the big stunt fall. Fly right. back or whatever, right. and then he's kicking and doing all the. Come on! I think what it was is the first guy got there and he and he gets on the radio. Hey, uh, Bill, come down here, man. You're not gonna believe what I'm seeing here, man. Come on, Bill. Yeah. And then, then, Bill, then gets Bill there, shows up, and then Bill's like, "Hey, hey, Jimmy, get get you and Steve and, and Leroy down here, man. This is fucking crazy." Then Jimmy and, then, and Steve and Leroy yeah, show so up. Then all 15 guys are there, and they're like they're fucking rock paper scissoring for who's got to go in and get him because yeah. he's fucking got his dick out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it came down to. I don't think all 15 went after him. Right. It um, just makes it sound really bad that 15 cops yeah. appre- finally were able to apprehend this guy because yeah. he was fighting them off. Okay, right. if this guy was the Incredible Hulk, right. maybe. But I, I'm sure this was not somebody that no. was like... Did you see his picture? I mean, no, I was a not. fucking troll, a little fucking dweeb wannabe. And so I get nobody wanted to touch him, but that it doesn't take 15 cops to... Oh, yeah. One tase, this guy would have been done. Yeah, yeah. If one cop would have just kicked him in the head with his boot, it would have been over, too. Or in his penis. They could have just kicked him in his fucking dick. Been done. Been like, boom. Now, I know, like, cops can get, like, sued and you know, suspended with pay and all this shit for, like, being too... Okay, but at a certain point, you're jerking off in public. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we can use force. Yeah. A little bit of force here. Yeah. One billy club to the fucking back of the head mm-hmm. he's down now we yeah. apprehend him i mean 15 i just yeah. i can't get over the whole 15 part it's a pr24 by the way not a billy club well, whatever that's it, correct or a nightstick yes. what's a billy club then it's the same thing it's the actual oh. police term is oh. pr24 why where did billy club come from then um i don't know is that what they call it in england though uh, i think it's because they hit billy goats with the clubs in the head and they i don't think billy that's club. it at all I don't know. I'd have to hear We'd the have to hear the drunk not drunk history version of where Billy Club yeah. came from. We'd have to write that down. <laughs> we can't do that anytime soon because I have it fresh in my head. So yeah, but don't worry. That's not a top 
historical story that we're going to hit for a while. Once we start running out of top stories, we'll get yeah. into how words were created. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, Can't fucking wait. Dude. Yeah, that's weird. The uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling yeah. with that. What else you got over there? Um, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Not to do a Jim Gaffigan joke, mm-hmm. but uh, you've heard Jim Gaffigan's jokes, right? A couple of them. I don't know all of them by <laughs> by heart. I don't well, have a Rolodex in my head <laughs> okay. of every Jim Gaffigan joke. No, I don't. Uh, well, you should. I shouldn't. He's I don't think he's of, that great. You don't think he's funny? Okay, so one of his early jokes was uh, the joke, and I'll murder it because that's what I do to jokes. Mm-hmm. But uh, he he does that. Have you ever like seen a movie that's been out for like, 20 years and, and you finally just finished it and you want to talk about it so you're like you know go to your covers and i just saw heat you know and mm-hmm. everybody's like yeah we saw that in 97 or whatever year mm-hmm. and it's 2018 so it's a similar joke to that and i'm going to do that now okay with the movie inception okay you know i don't typically see the end of movies because i fall asleep mm-hmm. what happens when you lay down i have a movie induced narcolepsy right right uh, well, I finally saw the whole movie Inception. Cool, cool. And then I watched it a second time. Mm-hmm. And not back-to-back, like one day apart. And each time, I had the most fucked-up dreams. Because in the movie, they're, they yeah. they go to sleep, so they're in the dream, and then they're in a dream in within the dream, and then a dream within the dream. Like, they're like yeah, eight just, fucking yeah. dreams deep. Right. And it's weird, because I'm watching this movie, then I would fall asleep. After the movie, mm-hmm. and then I'd have really fucked up dreams, and I had this like weird epiphany thing. Like, what if? And this is think tanky, mm-hmm. but what if this life that we're in is a dream? So take the Matrix, yep. take the Matrix and Inception, and smash these fucking things together. And this is our actual reality. Is so, you know, we talked about, well, it's a simulation or it's, you know, whatever with that episode with Ray. Right, right. Similar to that, but, like, we're in the, I don't know if this would be, like, the base dream. So then when we go to sleep in this, our recurrent reality is, like, a dream within a dream. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or we, like, and, and so then I started thinking about it. Now, keep in mind, this is me dreaming this this concept so then when i woke up i was like Whoa. <laughs> uh when did i wake up in the night that i went to bed or is it a new life well, dude this yeah. is what's weird so then it kind of remember how i was saying in that episode with ray and i think you and i had talked about it before is if you're driving down the street and you have a close call with an accident mm-hmm. and you know i said at that point it splits yep in one dimension is how I described it there. You mm-hmm. get in the accident. The the current one, because you don't suffer that accident, your conscious stayed with in this timeline mm-hmm. up here where you didn't get in the accident. Even though, you know what I mean, it, it's hard to explain, but you, you kind yeah, of get my I, concept. Yep. And what if all this is like intertwined in this whole inception concept where we can do these things and it's just i don't know i was like i had one of those where i was like 
Like, whoa. So, and, and all, like, all those things we talked about in that one episode mm-hmm. could all work for, in this concept of Inception. I didn't realize just how, and it's weird that after each time I finished it, because I had that really fucked up dreams then. Right. Then the next day I was like, I'm rewatching the movie. Rewatch it again. Made it all the way through. Fell asleep at the end, or after it was over, I went to sleep, and had fucked up dreams again. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch it the next day, and it was back to my old, same old fucking weird whatever dreams. But, right. like, fucked up, like, why am I having these weird dreams about our own reality and this being something, there's something to it? Because Inception, when you watch it, it kind of scrambles your brain and reprograms it. So that's why you're having that dream because it, you're just talking bullshit right now. No, it, it make it makes sense. If this is a, I'm going with the the real story. If this is a real thing, um, it just be, by watching it, it kind of rescrambles your brain and resets it. So and, it's like a programming. Yeah, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Did when you watched it? I'm assuming you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you watched it, did you have fucked up dreams right afterwards? Negatory. No. But I did watch it, did a lot more other things, and probably watched another movie before I went to bed, which mm. then reprogrammed it back. Like it, so it didn't fully reset me. Do a test, Dave. I know I'm giving you lots of homework. Normally, yeah, you give me horseshit, man. And then I'd never do half of the mm. time. You take, oh, gotta watch this show. Gotta watch this show. But somehow you managed to get through all the shit that I give you. Because I homework. care about your re- your relationship and our friendship. No, I actually it has do nothing the to do with that. I just don't have time. To you, do, and why the fuck do I make time? I think you do a lot of shit while you're doing your homework and stuff like that. No, no, no. I can't because when I'm doing homework, I gotta read. Well, the other thing is, uh, I have you don't have any kids, so nope. Your TVs aren't being taken up by video games and dumb shit on YouTube that the kids want to watch, right? Or your other TV that you know uh, your your wife isn't watching retards of whatever county. Or uh, my eighteen thousand pound life, and right, all these dumb right, fucking reality right. shows. The circles a really good reality show, though. It is. Uh, fucking watch it but, on Netflix. But those other ones that you know, so like all my TVs are taken up. That leaves me my studio, but then I'm stuck down here, and then I get bitching. <laughs> I didn't realize you had now a drop getting, of her. Now I'm getting a text. <laughs> I don't sound like that. <laughs> I thought that was her. I really thought it was a drop of her. <laughs> Clearly, it wasn't, but. <laughs> You know, I honestly have not heard the you're always in your studio because I've made an intent, a point to like not be in the studio. I right. try and like edit and all this. Like I'll pick one day where I just edit all day, and uh, and then I try to just only be in here when we're recording. Um, but uh, yeah, so you need to watch Inception and then go right to bed and see if you have fucked up dreams because I had these weird ass dreams, dude, and. And I started like it was, it was it was weird. It started giving me like I woke up and I kind of had the willies, dude. You know what the willies are? I do know the willies. It gave me the like, like I feel like I'm, like where your mind is opened to reality. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm just like I started getting like, why two times after watching the movie did that happen? And then like the next several days, I have not gone back to have any fucking weird ass dreams like that. It's like this movie does something. So, like, similar. Like, it programs you to open your mind into something. But I don't know. And that's a problem. We'll never know. Mm. But what if it is something like that? What if this is like a Matrix, how they had everybody in cocoons, Mm. and then he woke up? What if we're in that? 
in a dream state. So this reality that we're in, we're all, it's a shared dream by all of us. Mm-hmm. And when I say all of us, literally all of us, we're doing these things, but it's all, when we're actually in the cocoon. And then when we go to sleep in this reality, we're literally having a dream within a dream. Because this is a dream. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the network is a dream to reality. Entertainment. <laughs> it's like, it's all so weird, dude. And I was yeah. I was freaking out for, like, two days. I was like, like uh, don't talk to me because the fucking, I'm figuring everything out. And, you know, I had one of those, mm-hmm. like, not, like, mental breakdowns, yeah. but, like. Yeah, you went tinfoil you know, hat for a minute. Not for a minute. For, like, 48 <laughs> hours. Like, it was weird, dude. It yeah. was, like. I was freaking the fuck out. I'm surprised I didn't text you. I was just actually thinking that. We have to do, but because we were taking a break on the think tank, I was like, I'm just going to talk about it on the fucking podcast. And, Mm. you know, so these, we kind of fit those little bits in without spending an entire show on it. But yeah, dude, I don't know. It was weird as fuck. Mm -hmm. And what do you think? Do you think this is a possibility? What if this is? That's what I'm saying. You know, we always say, what if? Well, you know... I honestly don't know because we've talked about the whole afterlife and meaning of life and all that shit many times. I, I don't know what I think, man. You know, people believe in life after death. Well, yeah, because you die in this dream state. You know, you dry, die here and then you go on. Yeah, the bright light that they see is you waking up in the pod and then. And then what if you get put back to sleep and then back to it sleep and starts you're all over again. to somebody else? But it's all in a dream state. That's mm-hmm. just what's fucked up, dude. Mm-hmm. Because what if that is reality? Yeah, and then what happens? Do you just Dream never die? To reality. Dude, I am telling you, it is so... And, and when I first named that shit, it was nothing to do with that. But no. it's so fucking fitting now. Mm-hmm. You just got another email. I did. Um, it's so weird, dude. It is. Like, I'm starting to freak out again. And it could be, and that could explain, like, deja vu and shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It explains a lot. It can. It but can I, explain. I think there's certain parameters, like, in the programming of our dreams, because it's all ran by computers that don't allow you to do things in your dream. So, like, when I go to sleep and I dream and I have that flying dream where I can just fly, like, Hancock, whenever the fuck I want, I can't do that in real life. I've tried. It doesn't work, you know? Right. So there are certain parameters. But now, I need cheat codes are, of this dream. These so are I limitations that. that you've given yourself in this, but when you're having a dream within a dream, how do they wake up in, in Inception? They jump off a building or something like that. Mm-hmm. But in real life, his wife literally jumps out of a window because she thought it was a dream. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is why DiCaprio's character is like, you know, because he lost his wife and he's trying to, he's keeping her alive within his, this fake world they right. created for the right. Dude, it's so weird. I'm telling you, I was like, it's, that and movie it, literally changed my life for 48 hours until and, I was able to like kind of forget it. Yeah, once you fell asleep and you woke yourself up in a different dream state, you're good. It's weird. So we've talked about this before, and like Hollywood, some Hollywood productions are things in real life that they're just kind of putting in plain sight and not telling us that it's real. You know, I think Christopher Nolan, because that was who did mm-hmm. that movie. I mean, mm-hmm. look at the other movies he's done, Interstellar. Yep. That movie changed my life for months. Yeah. What's the new one that he's got? The sequel to fucking uh, yeah, uh, that's coming Inception, out soon. which is yeah. I think partly why I kind of watched it. We uh, yeah, no, remember I sh- we showed you the fucking yeah, we showed clip. me the trailer. Yeah, I know. No, we I was to say we watched <laughs> it, but I, then I was like, oh, I showed you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where the fuck's my sheet at? Because I, I have it all right here. Didn't we watch it in? It's not too long ago. But when when does it fucking come out though? 
I've already edited it. Oh, you got another email. I did. That was a really loud email. That was almost like it wasn't the was normal email. I think they really want to get your attention, Dave. You need to open these emails. Here, let's go back to the tube. The tube of views. I love the YouTube of views. And what was it called? It was called I like, don't remember. It was called something like, like Semen Head or something. Like, like Cement Dick or something. I'm pretty sure it wasn't Cement Dick. <laughs> it's pretty close Although, to that. Although that would be a hell of a porn star name. <laughs> Yeah, I got a scene coming up with Cement Dick. <laughs> what? Um, new Inception movie. Does Christopher Walken do that one too then? Tenet. T-E-N-E-T. Yeah. Tenet, yeah. Yeah, we would never fucking remember that. Let's watch it again. Same word backwards as it is forwards. True. Let's just one give it a... soliloquies. A soliloquy? Yeah. Pseudonym soliloquy. We all believe we've run into the burning building. But until we feel that heat... So is this a dream state? Never know. That's what I can't figure out from this fucking preview, though. Yeah. You do. You chose to die instead of giving up your colleagues. That test you passed... Not everybody does. Welcome to the afterlife. Good Christopher Robinson. I do. What I, do. I need some idea Who? of the threat from Christopher Robinson. As I understand it, we are trying to prevent World War Three. Nuclear holocaust. In a dream state. Something worse. This is the crazy shit right here. Don't try to understand it. Oh shit. Whoa, I love that. We should go see this in theaters, Dave. You still haven't answered my fucking question. What's the question? Has it come out? That's going to say at the end of this. July 17th. Jesus Christ, man. That's forever from now. It is. It is a long time. There's the fucking breakdown right there. Tells you everything you need to know. You mean right here? Yeah. Should we do it? I don't know. Fuck it. We're doing it. Welcome back to New Rockstars. I'm Eric Voss. And Christopher Nolan's Tenet is looking like one of the most exciting films of summer 2020 with a real twisty trailer that came out a few weeks back just as I began my YouTube hibernation because all Star Wars said no play makes Beric a sleepy boy. But that mind Tenet trailer is still there. Just begging to be explained so i'm gonna pull a nolan in reverse time back to mid-december to break it down for you shot by shot for all the fascinating visual clues let's that do it could help us unravel this insane plot spoiler warning in case any of my analysis predicts the movie too good and let's get started we all believe we've run into the burning building hey didn't we just watch this deja vu 
But until we feel that heat, we can never know. Okay, the opening shot of this trailer is a cut from black to an aerial shot pushing in on a building. And it matches exactly Nolan's shot that opened the dark night. Ooh. What's this have to do with the Joker? But instead of downtown Chicago, this is Mumbai. If you're loving the music, the composer for this film is Ludwig Göransson. He is on fire right now. He won an Oscar for Black Panther, and he composed the music for The Mandalorian on Disney+. I like his hair. A voiceover says, We all believe we'd run into the burning building, but until we feel the heat, we can never know. This is kind of a clue explaining the conceit of this film, in which specialized operatives appear to use a kind of localized time manipulation to reverse the flow of time from their own perspectives, so that while time time moves forward for them, normally everything else moves in reverse and vice versa. So that way they can kind of rewind time back to the start of a loop and evade coming danger. Like a fireman getting a second chance to run back into a burning building knowing where the dangers are. Christopher Nolan as a filmmaker has always been obsessed with time as a concept. Mm -hmm. In Memento, he intercut the narrative with a timeline that flowed in reverse to convey his protagonist's memory disorder. Inception played with time dilation in dreams. Interstellar, time's relationship with gravity. Mm -hmm. Dunkirk, one battle told at three speeds based on land, sea, and air. The Prestige used chronological trickery to conceal a sleight of hand. Even the Dark Knight trilogy films feature ticking clocks that unfold in precise real time. That's a stretch, So bro. with Tenet, Nolan appears to be combining many of these to generate a new story based in localized time manipulation, so that single actors within a physical space have the ability to reverse time within a loop and use that to tinker with causality. I know, I'm using a lot of words and none of it really makes sense but I feel like it's a visual language that will make sense when we see it on screen. The unusual physics of John David Washington and Robert Pattinson's ascent of the building might be this kind of time reversal in play. Like, play this in reverse. Notice how it's kind of like they're reversing them repelling from the tower. Nolan showed how time and gravity were linked in Interstellar, so maybe by manipulating the time of things, you can also manipulate the gravity of things. I know, it's a lot to process, and I'm not certain about any of this. I'm just doing my best to make sense of this bonkers footage. Hopefully it'll make more sense as we move on with this trailer, but uh, don't get your hopes up. You do. You chose to die instead of giving up your colleagues. Okay, so we get another Nolan trademark here with the setting of a train yard. Washington sits on a track similar to the suicide train moment of Inception that Cobb and Mal used to wake mm. themselves up to reality. If there is such a thing. Now, I could be wrong, but the train to the left of Washington could actually be moving in reverse. Like, that first car is not the engine. But, you know, trains and train yards will often reverse down tracks like this to link up with other cars. I don't know, train imagery could be another way Nolan conveys time manipulation in this movie. Like, you can move forward or backward on the track, but you're always on the track. The voice says, you chose to die instead of giving up your colleagues. And Washington confusedly coughs a death rattle as a man now holds what looks like a spy poison suicide pill. So perhaps Washington was a spy or a soldier who, to avoid capture, swallowed poison. But that was all a test, so this organization of time manipulators reversed his suicide, so that now the pill is out of his mouth, back in the guy's hand, and then recruited this soldier for his bravery and his loyalty. And if you think about it, this would also give that organization an insurance policy, because if the agent were to go rogue or betray them, they could just fast forward back to that suicide moment and let them die. So their life is always in their hands. Let's move on. That test you passed? Not everybody does. 
Welcome to the afterlife. Okay, here we see them heading out on a boat across the water, passing these wind turbines. Notice how the blades rotate clockwise. Keep that in mind. But then we see Washington waking up in a hospital bed, and the voice is coming from actor Martin Donovan. Longtime character actor, he appeared in Ant-Man a few years back, and there's a clock behind him. Time. And he says, welcome to the afterlife. Now, it's probably him joking around, because Washington's probably like, hey, I thought I'd try to kill myself there. But this could also be the way the organization describes their existence after that suicide test. Like, their detachment from time makes them kind of ghost-like. Moving on with the trailer. To do what I do. So what do you think so far, Dave? Interesting. It is interesting. I it but it's not a sequel to Inception, okay. I don't think. No. Why are they pitching or why are people saying that? Because of how weird it is? I need some idea of the threat we face. As I understand it, we are trying to prevent World War Three. In this section, Washington meets with what looks like a technician for this organization, played by French actress Clemence Poissy. You might know her as Fleur Delacour from the Harry Potter films. Interesting that she has a rotary phone. Maybe this is just an antiquated office. Maybe it's an earlier time, or she's just like a hipster. Or maybe she's actually really old and wise, and she uses this time manipulation to forward and reverse in a loop over and over to stay young and beautiful, but she's actually like losing it up there. He asks her about the threat that they face, and she says, as I understand it, we are trying to prevent World War III. And later in the trailer, she clarifies it's not a nuclear holocaust, but something worse. And I'm guessing that the worst fate has to do with this time manipulation tech. Just ask Doc Brown or the Ancient One about the dangers of meddling with the space-time continuum. And before we move on, there's a shot of this driver in an Audi SUV in a boatyard. He's wearing a medical gas mask. We later see Washington freaking out with a similar mask on. He's also often shown with a briefcase. So perhaps this is the time manipulation tech be like a breathable gas that displaces the breather from time and it's dispensed from a briefcase similar to how the dream sharing technology in inception was a fluid dispensed from a portable mm. briefcase let's move on Nuclear Holocaust. No. something worse in this clip, there's a brief shot of Elizabeth Debicki on a boat holding hands with someone else. This close-up of their hands is similar to the shot Nolan used of Cobb and Maul's hands in Inception, and Cobb's memory flashes of that train. This moment. is why. Maybe the driving force it's getting so much to connection to Inception. To prevent some horrible tragedy involving his wife. Then Washington is held in this red and blue lit room, separated by a pane of glass as this heavy concrete door curves open. This same room shows up at the end of the trailer with Pattinson and Washington, so maybe there's some significance to this location. It could be a chamber or a portal connected to the time manipulation, but more on that as we move on to the rest of the trailer. All I have for you is a word. Tell it. It'll open the right doors. Some of the wrong ones, too. Okay, here we are now halfway through the trailer and things get real interesting. First, there's this uncanny shot of the Magna Viking supply ship moving through the same waterway with the wind turbines we saw before, but it is now all in reverse. Notice the waves on the hull. Notice the turbine blades now rotate counterclockwise. Yet, as this all reverses, Washington can be seen on that vessel doing pull-ups in normal forward time. So whatever Washington's mission is, it appears that it requires him to follow this boat to its place of origin, maybe connected to that boatyard Audi SUV that we know is involved in the street chase. And it is here that Martin Donovan drops the term at the crux of this film and the title. All I have for you is a word. So what do you think so far, Dave? Explain what I think this means, but really before I continue, thanks to no? Bang Energy for...
no. video. Every yeah, we're going to not let him talk about his energy drink. Sorry, bro. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Not helping you? Meaning, I think he's... He, I think he's really... He's just kind of expanding on his own theories. Right, right. But, I mean, how could you know anything else? I think as you, one of these things, you have to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of fucked till July. Right. But I guess I can see a little bit more... The See, it's not a sequel to Inception. It's just... Along the same lines. Along the same lines. But I never made that connection that, yeah, literally everything that he does is... Very time-based. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher Nolan, all his movies have to do with kind of time. There is something about time. Time is something we've created. A, a uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for here? One of those... Um, Illusions? No. A dimension that we've given ourselves that isn't really a dimension. So you have... Uh, 1D, 2D. Oh, we're back. Kind of code word used by the people who use this technology. The word itself is a palindrome, and the title design makes it so that the word yeah. can rotate, like the wind turbine blades, and read the same forward and backward. The word tenet is actually one of the most famous palindromes in history, as the center word of the famous Latin Seder Square. It's a five-word palindrome grid found in the ruins of Pompeii and a number of other excavations. It can be read top to bottom, bottom to top, left to right, right to left, all with the same five-word sentence. Seder, Arepo, Tenet, Opera, Rotas. With no clear consensus among historians over what it means, some have translated it as the farmer named Arepo works wheels, or the sower works for mastery by turning the wheel. One of history's greatest riddles. It's also worth noting that word opera in there because two of the locations in this film are opera houses, the Kiev Opera House and the Oslo Opera House. So perhaps Tenet refers to some code that the people in this world have unlocked about the nature of time, how it is something that, like the Seder Square, can be perceived and experienced palindromically from multiple angles and multiple dimensions. Perhaps Washington will be the sower of the Seder Square riddle, working for mastery by turning the wheel of time in hopes of avoiding the fates of people of the ancient world of Rome and Pompeii. Annihilation. It's also interesting that these big reversals in the word tenet come halfway through the trailer. One theory that I really love is that this movie, Tenet, could itself be a palindrome in structure, reaching a halfway point and then mm-hmm. reversing back to its origin. And there's a lot of ways it could work, mm. like reversing through the I settings, reversing through the mission, reversing character deaths. I'm just really excited to see what Nolan does with this. This section also introduces us to Michael Kite, who uh, appears in nearly every Nolan film, Czech, and Kenneth Branagh, who might be a villainous character. Patton said in Washington, leap off the Mumbai building, while on the lower balcony you can see the Indian actress, Dimple Kampadia. Her character's watching, and we'll hear from her in the next section. looking at the world in a new way. Okay, this section opens with this SWAT officer on the floor. This is movement. Kind of creepy. He appears to be sliding backward up the hallway toward the gun, as if a reversal of him sliding down the hallway. But sliding? That's also kind of weird physics. Is this building tilted? But notice he's wearing a gas mask. Maybe he's on that same time-bending gas. And then we arrive at the Drew what-the-f*** moment of this trailer. <laughs> a street chase through Estonia on the Linnehall-Parnu Highway. Pattinson and Washington appear to drive, being pursued by that Audi SUV, 
which is driving in reverse. But what if what we're seeing is actually reversed? And Pattinson and Washington are the ones chasing the SUV. They are the ones reversing. Like, it's weird. This whole sequence is kind of a palindrome. You can play it in reverse. Perhaps they're the ones pursuing a guy, a guy who already tried to use reverse time to escape, and now they are using another layer of reverse time of their own. Like, notice that Pattinson appears to be steering as he looks over his shoulder. And Washington's gaze is locked on his side view mirror. I think they are moving backward following him. Yeah, I know, this double switch would be super disorienting to experience, which we see from Washington in the next clip. I'm trying to understand it. Feel it. So what if you can watch this movie in reverse, and forward. I bet you can. Dude, and that's something Christopher Nolan, only he would be able to fucking pull off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up. That's a... What if... So, <laughs> I guess that's what I was getting at with all the... So, like, what if this guy, Christopher Nolan, knows shit that we don't know? Like, he's been let in on some things mm-hmm. that maybe only the top elite know. And he's trying to convey it through his films in a way that isn't, like, saying it out there, but he's trying to hint at it little by little. So once you take all his fucking movies, you're kind of getting what it is if you can break them down. Maybe. Like, so time-wise... So there's only two minutes left. Should we just finish it? Right? I wonder if the movie's going to start with the credits. I don't know. It'll start with credits and end with credits? That's the only way you can play it backwards and forwards. What if... No, what if the credits are right in the middle? <laughs> so, like, movie starts, credits right in the middle of the movie, and then... You know what I mean? So, like, you each watch end... the rest of the movie backwards? So, if you started the movie at the end, or you started the movie at the beginning, it would end in the middle. Whoa. That's even weirder. (laughs) Whoa. Okay, we might be getting a clearer picture of what's going on here. Bad guy in the SUV is using reverse time to mess everything up and flip over a bystander car. But by double reversing time, they reset the car back to its normal state. They're fixing things. Uh, Whatever is going on here. It seems to me that Nolan is trying to top himself from that mind-bending multi-layer chase sequence in Inception. Remember which Yusuf flipped the van on the first dream layer, causing inverted gravity on Arthur's hotel layer below? This is somehow even more confusing. And on to the final clip. It'll happen yet. Hasn't happened yet. Most name brand bars and no. Not going to let it do it. Time okay, runs out. So we arrive back at that bullet hole moment that was the focus of the first teaser, the one that was released only theatrically over the summer. That teaser featured some hiccup to editing, suggesting that we might actually be seeing several different examinations of these bullet holes in the glass, and that Washington was actually walking backward, but it was reversed to make him look like he was moving forward. Similarly, here, Washington and Pattinson are in reverse, seeing the results of a shootout that they're about to experience the backstory to. And interestingly, they don't realize they're in reverse initially. However, the time reversal mechanic work, these men do not have complete mastery of it, or someone else is influencing it in a way that requires them to regain control of it. Maybe that's their mission. This glass barrier may be a kind of tenant midpoint that gets revisited and looped. Indeed, notice here that Pattinson's hair appears messy from the first angle, but then, as it cuts to the other angle, 
It's now neatly combed. Most likely, these are two different moments, two different scenes. Ooh, I don't know. Do the complex time mechanics of Tenet confuse you too much? Or does it make you more excited to see this movie when it comes out in July? Comment down below with your thoughts. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Let's not say we did. Thanks, bro, for uh, hooking that up. Uh, are you more excited to see it now or less excited? I'm pretty excited I'm, to see I'm it. I'm excited to see it because I'm Just curious. so far away. But yeah, it's... A long, long, long time away. Well, seven months. It's a long time, dude. Well, six months, actually. Well, when this comes Literally, out, it'll be like a week. Look at the date today. And look at the date of the movie. Seven seventeen twenty, and it's one seventeen twenty right now. Six, Real time. Six months, exactly. Yeah. To the day. Interesting. So in three months, it'll be backwards three months. <laughs> so exactly in three months on the 17th. We'll, we'll probably watch this shit all over again. And forget it that we did it. In reverse. Play this episode that day backwards. <laughs> what if this episode comes out on that day because we're so far ahead? That would be crazy. Whoa. Might hold this one just for that. That would be crazy. So would that be March? Six months? No. Three May. months from now would be four months. Or the fourth month. May. Right? That's April. April? Mm-hmm. So, April 17th, two days after tax Do we time. have... A release date in April of this of that date. No, that would be a Friday. We'd have to switch days. It's not worth it. All right, fuck it. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Dave? I'm excited, but anyways, I, it's just weird. I like Christopher it's Robin weird movies. It's pretty good. Going back and watching Inception, mm-hmm. and then like finishing it finally. Uh, I will watch then, it again this weekend because I haven't seen. Do it, it like right in before bed. I will. Yeah, and then go to bed or don't watch another one. Mm-hmm. Don't. Whatever, and then just see. I'm curious if you get fucked up dreams, too, because okay. it was maybe my mind's just beyond saving at this point. It, I don't and that's know. a very good possibility. It is, but it could also be onto something. I definitely think Christopher Nolan's onto something hmm. with time. Anyways. Okay. That's it? Yep. For this one? Sure. All right, right on. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 
Where can you find everything you want to buy? Amazon. What about two-day shipping no matter where I live? Amazon. What about groceries? Yes, Amazon has it. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Fucking love it. Sometimes to ease a shitty day, you got to listen to podcasts. Well, you're in luck. The D2R Podcast Network is full of life-changing podcasts. Whether you're dealing with a shitty boss, a pissed-off spouse, or a cat shitting in your milk, we've got you covered. Go to D2RPN.com now, but check with your doctor if you have a heart condition, male pattern baldness, female mustache, muffin top, or if you have three or more nipples. Side effects may include anal leakage, erections lasting less than four hours, spontaneous combustion, heroin addiction, gratuitous fisting, and blindness. Seek immediate medical attention if your penis falls off. The D2R Podcast Network. Viva Podcast!